2024. Who ever thought we'd make it this far? Not me. I I still relive the uh, changing to 2000. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember uh, when I was, I don't know what grade I was in. I, w- I mean, I guess it would have been maybe my senior yearbook, but like in our yearbooks, I'm assuming a lot of school yearbooks would do this where that you could, like your family could buy ads right? Yeah. in the yearbook. For, and I like, was homeschooled and my family still did this. Well, but like this was like you could buy ads for your kids. So like it, right. would, it would be like a page in the yearbook, but just have your kid's face. Yeah. But that. parents would do that of like their little kids. So there'd be like, you know, like little Toby class of, and I remember seeing one when I was in high school, it would say class of 2022. Oh my. And I was like, that doesn't even seem like a real year. And but here we are, two years past it. Two years past it. Yeah, Y2K, I don't know what your parents did. My dad bought a freezer full of meat um, because it was discounted. Mm-hmm. And he's an engineer and he said, it's going to be fine. And so we stocked up. Yeah. What, you stocked up because it was going to be fine? Yes, because everybody was discounting it because people didn't know what was going to happen. Oh, they were thinking that all their freezers were going to yeah. be out of commission, so we got to get rid of all this food? Yeah. Interesting. Was there not chaos? Like, was there not a higher demand during that time, too, of people trying to stock up on? I guess not. Uh, I don't really remember there being much <laughs> of a... Like, our family didn't really freak out about it. I just remember there was always just kind of the looming... You know, what's gonna happen if like it you're gonna hit midnight then your all your power is gonna get shut off yeah um but, it but didn't here happen. we are here we are 24 years later yep. we we made it we did make it made it out so 2024 um we had a great christmas we did we've had one of two christmases one of two christmases we had my side family christmas which uh my oldest brother and his wife and kiddos came and stayed with us for a week yes um which was a lot of fun and somehow managed to still go by fast you hear someone staying with you for a week and it seems like that's a long amount of time but it still just you know it went by. goes by um but we had a really good time with them my dad and his wife came um of course i have a brother and his wife and kid that live in town so they were here and so oh. yeah we just had a good time celebrating we missed your sister we did miss my sister yep but everybody else shout out to my Colorado sister. We had some snow, not I mean, kind of. Yeah, that my brother and his family live in Austin, yeah, Texas, so they don't really get to see um, snow super often. Uh, so we were kind of hoping it'd be cool if it snowed while they were here. And originally, the forecast said it was just going to be like in the fifties, so not very. Yeah. But it, it did get cold, and we got some flurries. Nothing really stuck. A flurry, but we got, kind of a dusting. But there was a whole day where it was kind of off and on snowing the whole day. Yeah. It just was. It never stuck to anything. Yeah. But it was still fun for the kids to go out and run around in the snow. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So second Christmas happened. Oh, then we got second. Danica's parents are coming. Yeah. Today, actually. Um, And then we're going to be doing some Christmas stuff with them. And they're going to be here for a few days. Yep. There we go. So that'll be fun. Yes. So Christmas 23. And again, it's just crazy, you know, because I put up my Christmas lights before thanksgiving you're like wow this is like a month and a half of christmas lights it's gonna be a long time and now it's already time to take them down and i'm sad i know (laughs) (laughs) but nonetheless we're stepping into a new year 2024 a new year yep an election year and the olympics more importantly okay that gives me something to be excited about more importantly 
Olympics. Summer Olympics. Simone Biles, I think, is. Is she recompeting this, this I one? I think so. I think she's going for it. Sweet. So we love the Olympics. It's on 24-7 at our house. Mm-hmm. We used to, before we had kids, we used to bring our mattress. Do you remember that? We would bring our mattress down into our living room so we could just have it on at night all yeah. the time. That was back before we had. That was back before we had like the apps on your computer where you yeah. could watch TV. This was, you know, <laughs> probably a decade ago. I was right. at this point, or whenever, two or three Olympics ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we would bring our queen size mattress down into the living room we and would. just set up shop in the living room. And then we would, when it was bedtime, we just keep the Olympics on and just fall yep. asleep with the Olympics on. Wake up to random events. Uh-huh. Yeah. I remember a lot of the white water rafting kind of events would happen overnight. Those, Those are so cool. Those are yeah. some of my most. Because they would build these courses. Yes, they do. It's cool. insane. Yeah. Yeah. I like seeing all the new things that they bring up. The skateboarding is now, I think, in mm-hmm. the Olympics. Was it last time? Yeah. Okay. Remember we watched, there was that 14-year-old yeah. girl who was just She from killed it. Brazil, maybe, or somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. She killed it. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. It's cool just watching little... You know, 13, 14. Oh, I forget what, what's the age limit you have to be to be in the Olympics. It's like 13, maybe. I don't know. Maybe something like that. At least for skateboarding. I mean, they were young. Yeah. These kids. But just, it was cool. Anyways. Um, so, yeah. So, this is our, you know, this is our New Year's episode because we're in a new year. So, we're taking another break from our traditional formatting, which is where we go over our our virtues. Um and so since it's a new year and we're starting, this is the first episode of 2024, which is exciting. Um, yep. So we're just going to be talking a little bit just about Biblically Centered as a whole, some of our goals we have for this year, mm-hmm. both with Biblically Centered and maybe personally, if you have any. Um, and yeah, we'll just kind of see where the conversation goes. We're going to try to keep this one fairly just low key. Uh, we intentionally did not try to, you know, super structure and plan out this episode. We just want it to be a little bit more of a natural conversation, see where it goes and just talk about the new year. And uh, yeah, so what you want to kick us off with something? What you got over there? What do you want to talk about first? Uh, Sure. I mean, big thing. I think we keep hinting at, but our virtue curriculum, our virtue curriculum, which, which we have discussed very briefly on here, but we can yes. maybe go into a little bit more detail about that. Sure. So right now it's hosted in an online platform. And so we have written 26 virtues. Um, Each of those virtues has a corresponding Bible verse. And each of those virtues also has a corresponding like um, apologetic statements, which would be um, compelling statements that you can communicate to your children about that virtue. So why are we teaching our kids to forgive or to be kind or to cooperate or to unite? It's mm-hmm. not just like memorize this one sentence. It's why. But we do that. We have it broken down into our learning levels. So um, ages 0 to 6, 7 to 11, and then 12 and above. Mm-hmm. So how do you communicate that? Obviously, when the language maybe isn't there for a zero to six-year-old, how are you communicating that? And then how are you building on it when they are seven to 11 and then 12 and above? So besides the apologetic statements, which kind of help give you words to adequately describe and to talk about what you're learning that week, uh, we also have Socratic questions, which are basically just open-ended questions to kind of help foster that, which we have found are really good for family discussion, family dinner, family devotion time. It's just kind of something that you can, um, in our family, we go over our virtue of the week 
and the Bible verse. And then we always have those questions that throughout the week we can just ask them. Mm. So the week before Christmas, we were on Y. This past week, we were on Z. And um, and obviously, we're going into virtue A. Uh, but Y was on yielding our bodies to physical training and healthy habits. And mm. so we kind of, some of the questions we used were, you know, why is it good to take care of our bodies? Or what are healthy things that we can do for our bodies? Um, so, but we have written that and fleshed it out. And I haven't even tried to format it into a paper format because I'm sure it would be over a hundred pages of stuff. Yeah, because there's activities and stuff that go along with it. Right. There's the like questions and things so that you and your spouse can be on the same page and go over it and kind of like, what do you want for your family? Because obviously our the end goal is that our kids would come to know Christ and have a personal relationship with him. But to help formulate that, what does that actually look like? So these 26 virtues give you characteristic characteristic traits of Christ um, to help you know what that actually looks like in your life. So you can kind of know, how am I helping my child grow into that or myself grow into that? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of our big, big, big thing. Mm-hmm. That will come out this year. Yeah. And, you know, for us, it kind of was started just because we were, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of Christian parents out there, you know, actively involved in our church. Um, We know what we believe, but now we have these little humans in our house who are growing up and starting to ask questions. And you're kind of starting to think about, okay, we have this faith that we greatly believe in and we want, and we believe that it's, you know, the core part of our life so how do we communicate that to our children and how do we effectively throughout the course of their life continue the conversation um and so you know because there are you know a thousand and a million devotions out there of kids books and and parenting books and um good advice and all those things are good but we were like but is there anything like what is out there that you can literally have in your hands when they're two years old and still have in your hands when they're 18 years old and, and be using that material in a structured way to communicate your faith to your children. Right. Something consistent because obviously we can read our Bible, we can read those devotions, but we wanted something that it was like, we can always go back to these things and that's going to be the core Mm -hmm. of our family. So even if we do, which we do read devotions and things like we still connect those to the virtues Um, and yeah, like you said, it, it, it's just something consistent. So, you know, this is what we're doing. It works with all ages, Mm -hmm. all at the same time. You don't have to get like a devotional for your little kids and then one for your grown kids. You can just do it all together and, um, something practical. Yeah. And I guess for me too, I also like that, you know, God does have so many facets of his character and it's like, how do you cover those? Mm -hmm. You know, um, and so this kind of helps you. Um, it, it's repetitive in that you do repeat it, but it's not repetitive in that you don't know what else to say, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, and it just it gives parents the the confidence and the resources and the, the talking points, you know, um, to be like, okay, shoot, it's um, the middle of August and I need to talk to my, you know, I'm trying to have a conversation with my kid about God. I just don't really know where to start. Like they, these are great this is a great, great resource to have those conversations with your kids from a young age. So as they get older and they start having maybe more 
thought-provoking, deep questions, you as a parent are prepared and you have this resource that can help guide you through that as well. Um, it also comes with a, or you can download, we have it, we have ours printed off, but a big giant, you know, movie sized poster, um, that we have in our foyer when you enter our house that has all 26 virtues laid out in the scripture verse with each one. Um, and that's been a great resource for us too, just on a very simple term to be able to, you know, if there's something we're teaching our kids, that maybe isn't the virtue that we're focused on that week, but something we need to circle back to, like, remember this one, then we have that there. And it's a great, great resource of kind of like, this is our family. We're the Jordan family. These are the virtues, you know, that we believe. Um, and this is kind of what we subscribe to as a family. This is the, right. yeah. But it's not just like the Bible says, be kind, you know, like kids, at least ours. I have found that it's been nice to say like, number or letter whatever says this because this mm-hmm. and so you kind of have those reference markers instead of like i think somewhere i think it says this and so we just need to do that it's like oh it says it right here yeah well and i think it's helped you and me be on the same page too like if i'm if you're working and i'm just with the kids or if i'm working and you're just with the kids like it makes us unified because mm-hmm. we both know what they say so it's not they're not getting one thing from mom and one thing from dad either yeah so, yeah, so it's a great, again, great resource. Um, yeah. If you're a parent and you, you do feel stuck or you don't really know where to have the conversation, I would highly recommend this resource. Um, even if you're a parent who feels super confident in your faith, but you just would like maybe something that's a little bit more structured in your approach, great resource. Um, if you're a pastor at a church and you're looking for resources to get in the hands of your congregation, this is a great resource. Um, so, I mean, it can be used in small group settings. Um, so, Small groups, Christian schools, homeschools, et cetera, et cetera. We're just starting to get the word out and hope that people yeah. see it. So, so again, biblicallycenter.com. Yep. That's, you can go there now. Um, we'll be pushing it more in the weeks to come. But um, if you are interested, just go to biblicallycenter.com. Check it out. Yeah. And because it's online, anytime we update it or add, yeah. you automatically, boom, get in. Yeah. There's also a resource library, mm-hmm. which we've incorporated like into our homeschool and writing practice. I have all the virtues and verses printed and, or we have them, uh, so they're traceable. Yeah. So the kids can. Yeah. Print out options. Yeah. Yeah. It's another way. And there's like some other questions as you read the Bible. Anyways, we have a lot of resources in there and we'll continue to add to it. But again, anytime we add right. to it, you get those. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So again, like she said, so if you if you d- were to get it now, um, again, it's almost like a living document in the sense of like, you know, it's going to be continually sharpened and proved upon. Um, we're going to have, you know, fun new features added to it as time goes on, that kind of thing. But if, you know, you always will, you'll have unlimited access to all these, Correct. all these things as they come. So, well, real quick, do you, we can pivot for a second and talk sure. about on the top of your head, do you have any personal goals for this next year? Um, I'm going to have a baby this year. You are. So goal number one is to push out another <laughs> baby. Yes. The fourth one. Fourth. Isn't that wild? Yes. I've processed being pregnant. I don't know if I've fully processed like I'm going to have another small uh, dependent it kind of, and again, like, you know, this year has been a little bit of a whirlwind. There's been a lot of change in our life. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things we're thinking through, a lot of things on our mind. Yep. And of course, Danica's pregnant and, you know, that was full disclosure, not like, <laughs> it wasn't like an intentional effort on our part. Right. Um, but nonetheless, we're very, very excited. Correct. But, you know, sometimes you kind of just get in the flow of just where you're at in life and the way we're 
the flow is now and the structure, you know, and, but then it's like, oh yeah, in two months we're going to have another infant in the house. And it's trying to think through that dynamic and making sure. That's insane. It really is like probably two months. Yeah. Oh my. (laughs) (laughs) She starts crying. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it'll be, it'll be good. And our kids are older. It's not going to be easy, but I feel like in a way it will just be different. This is going to be the most, I think this is going to be the most different of the three. Yeah. Just in terms of not in or a negative way, but yeah. we'll have the three that we have right. currently. Yes. Um, because you know, the three that we have now are all about, you know, roughly two years apart. Yeah. Um, so when we had our youngest, our daughter had just turned four um right yeah so she was three all during right the pregnancy so she's four which you know is still that age where you're kind of you know she's getting some independence and understanding things so it's not she's not super helpful right so in terms of so you have two totally dependent children plus a newborn yeah which is a lot yes but yes. now they're especially our daughter you know she's getting she's almost well she'll be almost eight you know and so she's helpful she knows how to do things around the house yeah She'll probably be able, you know, f- be able to watch the baby if you have to go, you know, use, you know, do whatever yeah. if I'm not available. Um, but, you know, just it'll be nice. You will actually will have we will actually have a little bit of extra built in help in the house. Yes, because really. So she was four when our last one was born and our youngest will turn four a few months later. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of. Yeah, you have four and above this time versus four and, below. Four and under. Yeah. And of course, our middle child will be the entertainment for the baby because he <laughs> loves entertaining babies. But it'll be fun. I think it'll be, a yeah. f- I still think it'll be a fun dynamic. It's just, you know, it's just a change in the family. So you're kind of thinking through all the dynamics of what that will entail. But we'll have three girls and three boys in the house. So that will be fun. It will. And our daughter's going to move rooms downstairs. Yeah, moving our daughter down in the basement. Big girl room. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, okay. Well, that's a good good goal for you to have a baby. <laughs> Even if it wasn't a goal, I feel like it still would happen. But <laughs> I'm gonna do it well. <laughs> so here, you ready for mine? Okay. This is a big one. Oh my goodness. Okay. It's something I've been wanting to do for a long time, and I'm finally gonna do it this year. Okay. You ready for this? And you're gonna laugh. Okay. Okay. You're gonna do it with me. Oh no. I'm going to kick snooze. You're going to kick it? I'm going to kick snooze. Kick it out the window. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. So I'm saying this on here so I can have a little bit of accountability. Keep him accountable. I just, I Check can't. Check in on the comments. It is to, yeah. I don't know why it is, but it's just always been difficult. Like I, I mean, and I'm sure a lot of adults do this, but I set my alarm with the intention of snoozing it to the time I need to get up. <laughs> you know? You're like, I'm going to give myself a really annoying 20 minute window of half asleep. Not 20, it's about an hour. <laughs> it's like, That's okay, if I worse. need to be up at seven, I'm going to set my alarm at six. But you know, there have been a few times where it's like, okay, it's six 30. I can get up now, but you still have snoozed it two times before then. Yeah. But I'm just going to kick it. I'm just going to, if Do I it. need to be up at six, I'm set my alarm for six. And there's times too, like I think my body tries to wake me up because there's been times like if I have my alarm set for five 30, my body will wake me up at five. And I'll feel fine. I'm like, all right, I'm ready to go. You know? On those point, you just need to do it. But then I still just go back to bed. Well, this year, no way, Jose. Yeah. Your body feels fine at five. You're up at five. 
I think any time past five when you're awake, just be awake. Yeah. That was a few weeks ago. What time well, my did alarm I wake will, up? My like alarm will be set five, for 530. And then so. I was just wide awake and I was like, I guess this is today. The goal will be to be up at 530. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's when my alarm will be set. And hopefully I just hit it one time and then I'm up. I'll push you out. Mm-hmm. I mean, back in college, I used, it was one alarm and then I was up and readying out the door for breakfast in class. Mm-hmm. I was a breakfast person. So you had to wake up. What do you mean? You still are. I am, but I just hear about these kids who just don't eat breakfast. And it... Yeah, the kids this, these days, you know, this generation, I'm hoping our kids are in, you know, they're in a slightly different generation, so maybe they'll be wiser. <laughs> I don't think that's how it goes, but um, like this generation that skips breakfast, doesn't like top sheets. Like, what's up with that? I don't know. That's weird. Why do but people not like top sheets? They've been doing that over in England for a while, and I don't like, is that what we should? No. Yeah, like, fit, like... Well, now it's been 20 years when we went to England in my family. I remember that, that that was so odd that we stayed everyone? at a hotel and there's no top sheet. I was like, this is disgusting. Exactly. You, d- top a lot sheets, of our friends don't use top sheets. Top sheets. Though. So what, how do they wash their comforters? I don't know. I mean, I, know, I guess they have to. I mean, yeah, but not all comforters are super easy to wash. I know. Um, and the top sheets that, you know, a little thin barrier between you and your... I don't know, and I like it too because if it's like a little hot, but you don't want to be like fully exposed, you can right. just pull the comforter down a little yeah. bit, but you still have the sheet on. Yeah. Like, the, I just don't get not using it. It's usually softer than the, com- I don't know. It just, I don't understand. I don't either. It's okay. So if you're listening to this and you are a non-top sheet <laughs> person, explain <laughs> to me why. I don't just want to hear, I want to hear your explanation because I know there has to be a thought behind it. And I It's just not less laundry because you're still going to wash something. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a harder thing to wash that you'll have to do more frequently with all your nasty body oils you're getting on it all the time. Um, and then I also don't understand um, the same thing with the generation because if like this skipped us. Okay. But what's up? Like it bothers me and I don't know why it bothers me when people watch movies and TVs in their own home with subtitles. It bothers me. I know that there's some people do it because there's a purpose behind it. Like our sister-in-law who does it when the kids are watching TV so that they can see the words. And right, because they're learning a, to read. It's a little bit of a learning yeah. tool. And I, I was like, okay, I'll let that one slide. But when it's just you and your spouse sitting at home and you're watching a TV or a movie, why do you have subtitles on? I don't know. I don't understand. It's like, well, we don't want to miss the dialogue. It's like the movie is not filmed for you to read it. I, yes, I don't like it because every time it's on, I'm only reading that and then I end up not watching the movie. Yes, exactly. Because I'm such a reader. And I get it. You're missing the story or maybe you miss a couple words here and there in the dialogue. You can piece it together. The TV and movie is meant to be watched without words. Yeah. And I'm sure that there's a sense of it that once you get used to it, you're able to kind of probably do both better. But you still have a chunk of words taking up a portion of your screen, which bothers me. Like anytime I see people post on Instagram, like, you know, watching blah, blah, blah. And it's like there's just a big, the bottom quarter of the screen is a block of text. I'm just like, makes me mad. I know. It bothers me. I'm sorry. This episode was not supposed to be our grievances. I don't know how we got on this. So if you watch subtitles on your TV and movies when you can control the volume as much as you want (laughs) and you're not hearing impaired... Explain yourself. I need to know why. Unless if it's in your language, why do you use subtitles? I don't know. I need a good argument for this. 
Well, I don't, I don't know. I need a good argument. Okay. And I'm probably going to cut this down into a clip that is going to be posted on Instagram with subtitles. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> See, I like subtitles on uh, social media because rarely do I actually even click it to That's listen different. to it. You're, right, you're, you're taking exactly. in small bits of things correct. on social media. When you're watching a two-hour movie, you're committed to sitting there and watching it. Yes, correct. Don't need subtitles <laughs> on most occasions. Right, so subtitles slash uh, words on things. Uh, we'll move into uh, going back to our virtues. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> um, yeah, we just, um, we're very creative, and I don't say that to whatever. I think everyone yeah, is creative. Yeah, we are. <laughs> everyone is very creative. Um, however, recently. <laughs> um, if everyone's creative. Then no one no is. No one is. That's true. We're all creative. We're all on different. Own... We're, it's a spectrum. Yes. Let's talk about spectrums. You want to talk about no. spectrums? Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about gender. You want to no! talk about gender? Oh, good grief. No. Okay. I'm not going to do that. It's already listed on our statement and beliefs on our website mm-hmm. you can go read about that there okay um however, okay just hear me out there on this spectrum no stop <laughs> we're not no okay, okay. It'd be a different episode then yes thank you um okay so but our virtues are a to b a to z oh my gosh alphabetical um so we have started writing board books yes for children mm-hmm. That have to do with the virtues. Again, anything we can do to continue to layer these things yeah. on one another. Our vir- virtues, there's 26. There's 52 weeks in a year. So you get to cover them each twice in depth. That doesn't mean you're never going to refer to those ever beyond those individual weeks. Um, but the board books will be... Um, I don't they'll be fun. I'm trying to make them fun. Yeah. But so they'll be You will not be bored reading them. <laughs> you will not be bored. Um so I'm trying to figure those out because my brain is just giving me a lot of words and board books obviously don't have a lot yeah, of words. Yeah, you got to simplify it a little bit. But I'm trying to incorporate because I think parents everywhere or Christian parents are trying to find better books for their children to read to them. So not only will you get the virtues in the books, but um, I've also, like some of them are themed around maybe opposites or colors or things like that as well, which has been really cool to kind of, um, I don't know, to see that Mm -hmm. develop. Um, And then also, because when I first started writing them, there were way too many words. So those will transition into more of like rhyming books for maybe the seven to 11 age range. So, and then eventually, eventually we'll get more kind of like apologetic, deeper resources for the older kids. So it's a work in progress because there's 26 virtues. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but those should be fun. Yeah, I think so. Um, from what I'm excited for those. Yeah. Got to figure out some of the illustrations and that kind of thing. Oh Yeah. Um, so those will be great and helpful, but also going along with designing and illustration. Our merch store is up. Uh, we just, um, biblically centered merch.com. Yes. Or it is on the more tab on our website at biblically centered. So you can find it both places. Um, but we have follow biblically centered merch on Instagram. There you go. Um, so you can find that stuff there right now. It's all just again, virtue based, 
but it's all really nice quality. We ordered a good amount of everything. I got this hoodie right here. Yeah. It says virtues over values on the back. Virtues over values on the back. I don't know if you can see that. But. Ooh, we'll oh, my goodness gracious. We'll put the pick at the back. Huh? Yeah. Um, but we're getting into like the spring and summer. Also mugs. Mugs. Got my Buku Center mug. A little product placement here. Phone cases. Phone cases. Where's yours? Phone cases. Shot. into the shot. Nice. T-shirts. Tote bags. Yeah, t-shirts, hoodies, tote bags. Some kids' clothes. <laughs> Some kids' clothes. So we're going to probably expand our kids' line a little mm. bit. Our daughter's been helping us with ideas for that, which has yeah. been fun. Uh, but yeah, going into the spring and summer, going to be a little more creative, a little more color and fun with some merch there. Yeah. Because um, I think it's always great to support smaller businesses. Which we are. Which we are. <laughs> but then also uh, biblically centered things. Yes, for sure. Yes. So, um, yeah. So go check that out or let us know if you have ideas. But those. Um, we got special promos coming out too. Um, special promos. So we have one that, well, I guess by the time this episode comes out, we're already been expired. I had a one running through the end of the. Year. We'll do another one. But yeah, we'll do another one at the beginning of the year. Um, yes. And then we've also been toying around with an idea of doing a daily kids podcast. Daily kids podcast. So, Short and sweet. Short and sweet. 10 minutes or less. Mm -hmm. um, it would, we would have, um, we would talk about the virtue of the week. We would do a New Testament story, an Old Testament story. Again, just kind of that reiteration. I know on our podcast episode about dedication, we talked about the overarching story. And so um, so that would just help reinforce it to children at an early age that the Old Testament and New Testament both matter and they both point to the same thing. Um, so one day would be on virtues, one day would be on old, one day would be on New Testament, and then... Like some games or things on yeah. the other day. Yeah, just fun little things, but but Christ centered. Yeah, Christ centered. Something that your kids can to. listen to, short and sweet. Yeah, in the car on the way to school or in the morning or just whenever. Yeah, just so. short and sweet. Just something to kind of get their their brains ticking on the yeah on things of Christ. So we have some ideas around that. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah. Anyways. Yeah, that would be a fun one. I think so. Yeah. Do you think we have fun voices for kids to listen to? I would change my voice. It'd be like, hey, kids, welcome to the Medical Center Kids Podcast. No. <laughs> I think our voices should just be our voices. Maybe we can have our daughter come on every now and again. She might enjoy that. What about this one? No. No hey. voices. We. I apologize for our Christmas episode because I got several saying that the countdown was scary <laughs> with your Santa <laughs> not santa voice <laughs> so no voices we will not scare children i guess i can see it being a little jarring but yes. santa coming to your house is also a little jarring so yes we have a lot of ideas um for things again all around biblical virtue so that we can continue to develop that yep um yeah i don't know it's gonna be a good 2024 Yes. Kind of a big year. Obviously, you know, lots of things going on. Like I said, election year, um, which just naturally speaking, 
usually tends to raise a little chaos in the world um, because people like to get super invested in that and people like to get super angry about that, um, especially if, you know, whoever is in office or whatever. It's just people like to get upset. And I understand that there is things at stake with in that it does matter, but ultimately we know that our trust is not in our government. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, you have to keep your trust in God through the process yeah. and keep showing Christ to others through the process yeah. because whoever your political affiliate candidate is that you want to win, they're not the savior. They're not the one who's right. going to save America or your country or whatever. So it's, it's not worth you losing your witness, so to speak. Um, so just, you know, the words you say online matter, you know, Christ teaches us to lead in certain ways and to speak the truth in love. Um, and sometimes we forget the in love part and just the truth part. So we can get very fired up and angry in our truth instead of realizing what the ultimate point of all this is, which is to point people to Christ, not to have lower taxes. Correct. Well, the lower taxes are nice. Um, Yes. But yeah, but just I my encouragement, and this is for me too, because I can get the same way on social media. Where you can find the comment threads you feel like you need to put your little voice in or whatever, and it's just sometimes it's not worth it. Yeah. So, um, just really evaluate the things you're putting out there <laughs> online, even when you're fired up and angry in the moment. Sometimes just taking a breath and maybe saying a quick prayer and taking a step back can be the best thing for you instead of just posting your in the moment thoughts on social media for the world yeah. to see. More importantly, the Olympics. <laughs> and the Olympics. Same same thing with the Olympics. So if you're really rooting for Croatia to, to win <laughs> and they're... <laughs> I just love every year and my kids are like totally bored after 20 minutes. But the opening ceremonies and you just... Like kids, we're going to watch three hours of people walking. <laughs> Y'all want to watch? They're going to start with the A's. But remember, this isn't a different country. So the alphabet isn't the same as ours. So exactly. sometimes the countries will be out of order. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> But Greece is always like first. Greece is always first. That's right. It's fun to see them all dressed up and in their costumes and things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yes, here's to 2024. Some healthier, better habits. I don't know if we've decided outside of your snooze what we're going to do. Don't try to do everything at once. Yeah. That's why I'm saying like I, I didn't I didn't want to set out for my at least for personal and make like a big list of like the 10 things I want right. to whatever. It's just like I'm just starting with my snooze. I'm just going to get the snooze down. Technically, each new week or each new month could be a new time right. to add a new discipline. Well, when they say when in terms of habits, that's the best thing you can do is to do them incrementally yes. over time, not to try to change your entire lifestyle overwhelm in, on January 1st. Correct. So for me, it's snooze. I'm going to try to get snooze down in January. Gotcha. And then when I feel like, yeah, this is great. I'm enjoying this. It's fine. It's not struggle anymore. Then I'll move on to the, Yeah. I'll add a little bit. Also habit stacking mm-hmm. I've heard is really great. So if there's something you already do, if you pair something with it, it's more likely to happen. Yeah. So if you're, if you want, really want to read a mm-hmm. book and you take showers every day, just read while taking a shower. <laughs> You're already in the shower. Might Maybe as well not bring, that. Might but as well you bring. could you could listen to your audio Bible. You could. Or if you're in the habit of instead of scrolling when you put your kid down for your nap, you could pick up your book when you're a kid. Naps. I'm a much happier like person when I don't have my phone in my pocket. Yes. 
Yeah. We will be putting our phones up a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just remember those things and just make 2024 a great year. Yeah, it will be a great year. It will. I'm excited. So, all right. I think. Happy New Year. Next week we'll be back with our next virtue, uh, which are now I'm trying to remember. Are we on I think K? It's on K. K, yeah. Yeah. So we're, next week will be Virtue K. So we'll be kicking that off again, yes. back on that flow. We're right. excited. Thank you guys for listening to this. It Yay. was a little more impromptu, kind of off the cuff, but hopefully it was a good listen. So we'll see y'all next time. Bye. Happy New Year. <laughs>